this week's episode of the HK Video Game Experience, we are going to give you a bit of a retrospective on Halo 3. Also go into our first impressions of the new Star Wars movie. Of course, Battlefront 2 and loot boxes will also be discussed. We will also be joined by a special guest this week, Revelation the Old School Halo Killer, who will provide his perspective on the Halo series. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy our Halo 3 episode. Hollywood Cole is back here with Clearfire and the other guest that we have today, Revelation. And I don't even remember the last three. What you got? What is it, Revelation? Rev? 617. Revelation 617, PlayStation handle. Uh, so we'll call him Rev on here. Um, so anyway, welcome back. And uh, we are going to talk today about Halo 3. We wanted to kind of get a little bit more modern We've been doing a lot of retro, which is always a lot of fun. That's my favorite. But um, this is a unique one for me, and I'll kind of get into it uh, about why. Because it's pretty much just, I was kind of, and if you, if you know me, then you've known that I've been in video games my whole life. Same way with Drew, same way with uh, Clear, or Rev, <laughs> same way with uh, Clear. We've all played together for a long time. But, so you've known I've always been in games. I'm doing a video game co- podcast now, so obviously I like them. So for me to say that I did not keep up with the game consoles or the new games at some point in my life is probably hard for some people to believe. But at this point, I did not. I did not have an Xbox. I did not have an Xbox 360 when it came out. I didn't even keep up with any of that. But I was still playing games, don't get me wrong, but that was during the WoW days. And that's when me and Rev got into WoW real hard. And that was in probably in Clearfire's dark days. But um, it wasn't completely in my dark days because I did have an Xbox. I did have a 360. Um, because I played uh, I was a bit I was big into the Knights of Old Republic, Knights of Old Republic two. I played those re- religiously. I played every different which. Oh, you had a regular Xbox too. Yeah, you yeah, had, a, had regular a regular Xbox. I didn't know that. I actually yep. bought the Knights of the Old Republic, and it's a great. Uh, it is. I started playing. I hadn't finished it or even got Fantastic too far game. in it. But I beat it both different ways. There's like four or five different ways you can play it. It's fun. It's a lot blast. But um, I was playing um, WoW at the time, and I was playing SOCOM 2 on PS2, and that's all I cared about. Um, and as I mentioned before, the Deacon on uh, SOCOM 2. So if anybody that knew the Deacon hit me up, and we'll play some Call of Duty or something. But anyway, I uh, that's what I was into. And then my, I'll tell you how I figured out, found out about Halo 3 when we get to talking about it. But Drew... Never played Halo Three, right? Nope, never played it. Well, anyway, I know I don't say I never played it. I played it, but it was always on somebody else. I never owned it. Okay, he never. Right, let me put it this way: Halo One I owned two copies. Halo <laughs> Two I owned three copies. <laughs> and I've never known you to own more than one copy of any game. It's because I wore them out. <laughs> two of them, two out of the three don't work. Oh my gosh! I spun that disc around too many spins. 
But uh, yeah. yeah, so uh, Re- too many beat. Down. Yeah, Re- Rev's always Sorry. been the killer, and we still play this day on Call of Duty. Um, we've played on uh, GTA Five. He's always at the top of the leaderboards. You know, right under me, uh, pretty much most of the time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so he's a killer. I asked him if he wants to be on here, man, mm-hmm. and uh, he said he would because he's a, he knows a lot more about the first two than I do, and I never played them. But I didn't know you had an Xbox clear, so you probably yeah, you have Halo. I did, and I burned it. You burned it? Literally burned it. Why? I hated it. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah, you're going to have fun with this one. So, anyway, we'll get into the review here in a minute, but it's like always. Uh, what's in the news, man? So, in the news, uh, first, I want to start it off with one big thing that is going to bring some nostalgia back for both me and Hollywood, and I think Rev knows a little bit about it, too, as well. Uh, Nintendo just announced that Nintendo Power is making a return. They are coming back as a podcast, which, I mean, of course, in a way that's quote-unquote competition to us, but they're pretty much going to be focusing on Nintendo, (laughs) so we're not worried about that anyway. But, you know, for, for the nostalgia purposes, though, to have Nintendo Power come back in any form, any shape or form, I think is a great thing, especially for Nintendo. It'll help boost their rep and help boost their sales, which they really need because they do put out some great stuff, especially for, you know, the three of us. We all have kids, and they're basically definitely, they basically are the, they hold the market for kid-friendly stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's great that they have that and that that's coming out. I think it's going to be a really interesting twist on Nintendo Power, but, you know, it's going to be out in podcast form. So, yeah, it will be our competitor, but, you know, I ain't worried about it. It's it's Nintendo. We can we can take them. I wonder if I subscribe, they'll send me a copy of the new Dragon Quest on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I think so, it's kind of caught on a little bit more now. So but yeah, that's that. a pretty cool thing. I mean, I, I love Nintendo Power back in the day, and it'd be interesting to see how they do, you know, with the Nintendo news. And, and I've got a Twitter account that I never check, but, um, you know, it's just you're supposed to have one. But Which we got to remedy that. Yeah, I, I try to check it. But anyway, it's got Nintendo, I follow Nintendo news or whatever, and man, they are posting something like every hour, and it's just yes, overwhelming. So. Yeah. Well, I guess a podcast form would be a lot better to hear instead of yeah. just try to read everything. And, and for our listeners, we're on a cycle of posting three times a day. I put that as our as our um, Facebook post and our Twitter post. They come out three times a day. So if you want to follow us, all you got to do is watch around those three specific times of day, and you'll be able to catch all of the news that we put out. Um, every once so in a while, watch, every once in a while, I'll drop one though. Yeah, every like once in a while, the, you'll uh, see you'll see Final Fantasy, put something in there. Final Fight. Sega CD, that's me. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, Talking about the, the backhand of guy, you see if he throws his yeah, punch. Yeah, like I love that. That was awesome. So, <laughs> this is very um, first punch right up. So, wow. So, I love it. Another good, another good piece in the news, too, is uh, we're going to get back on these loot boxes. That's that's still running pretty hard and heavy in the news. Uh, people are still trying to make decisions on it. And it looks like another country has come out and said how they feel about loot boxes. And this time it's New Zealand. New Zealand has come out and said that loot boxes are not gambling. So they have said it's not gambling. It is, however, not the best thing, but it is uh, it, it is not. They don't consider it gambling. So they, they don't have a clear consensus over there in New Zealand about it, but they have definitely said, and I know I've just said this like four times already, but I'm going to say it again so everybody understands, they consider it not gambling in New Zealand. So that's kind of a... Another well, twist in the whole loot box 
saga that's going on right yeah. now because you do still have some countries and some places that do consider it gambling and in, in my terms i think it is gambling because you're paying money for something random that you don't know what you're going to get and to, and that's that's i mean that's gambling in, in essence because if you go drop a coin in a slot machine you don't know if you're going to get a coin back or you get a whole bunch of coins back or get nothing back so i mean to me that's gambling you know you're putting putting physical money in to get something back whether it's physical or not I mean, even if it's digital, to me, that's still physical. Well, it is because... That's something that you paid for. You pay money, let's say $2 a box, all right? Are you, and you get a common card, okay? And then you play again $2 a box, and then you get an epic card. So are they both worth the same amount, all right? They're not, not, right? So that's what you're gambling. You're paying $2 to maybe get a card worth, you know, I don't know, whatever. It's obviously whatever, worth whatever somebody would pay for, but since you can't do that... 50 cents. I'm just throwing a number out there on an Epic card that somebody would have probably paid 10 bucks for. You just had exactly. to keep rolling a dice. So absolutely gambling. Well, I mean, it's the same way with uh, Destiny 2 and their whole uh, dawning. Because everybody right now in Destiny 2 is, you know, they're all, you know, swooning over the dawning armor. If you hadn't checked it out, it actually is the best looking armor in Destiny 2 right now is the dawning armor. It looks really great, really sleek, has this like futuristic metallic look to it. Um, everybody likes it. Everybody's trying to get it. Some people are paying out the out the yin yang to try to get that 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 that, that armor <laughs> because the only way you can get that the only way you can get that armor is through the dawning treasures and you can only earn so many a day a week and oh my gosh you only have three weeks to get it all because it's from now until yeah. I think the Death first just weekend there in like, January like uh, Smithers you know right into my oh, yeah. trap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mr. Burns, into that. Mr. Burns, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Burns and Smithers. I see Mr. Burns doing the yeah. finger things, <laughs> right counting all that money. This right just into my trap. Everybody's paying off the Yang. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like Call of Duty. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just gonna throw in a quick thing. No, because Call of Duty, you don't have to at all. You get grips, and that's a whole nother. Grips is the most worthless <laughs> just, thing you can get. Just the greatness of what I get. You know, I, you know, I, I say, man, I got this. I did all this killing. You know, I had a, I had like a. 5.0 kill death ratio or something, you know, I come out and I got this award, you know, I want this random loop. So I go out there and get excited. Man, I'm just say, you know, I want everybody to come over. Like, hey, <laughs> I wait for everybody to gather hey, around. <laughs> yeah, dead aim. Come get them all the time, man. Let's, let's all look at this, you know. And all these people come and gather and I drop it. Boom! Here it is. I get this awesome, it's a pistol grip. 90-something like percent like, of our pistol grips. This is so great. So I go, I, put, I equip it, you know, immediately. And I go into the next match. And everybody's watch, looking you know, at I go it. back and I watch the video <laughs> on the kill cam and I look and my hand's covering the grip. But everybody's like, trying to see it. You can't even see All you can gun. see is the top of the gun. I'm like, dude, it. I will buy the next one. Where can I put my money in immediately? I can't wait to get that epic grip so everybody will be oh seeing it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> see okay. it, 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 you see it when it's in your holster, don't you? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I need to look for. I need to start looking for those grips. Yeah. That's all I can. I'm gonna start looking at yours when you run. Yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. hilarious. That's my opinion of it. But you know, we we both bought Clear and me. We bought the uh, Battlefront Two was on sale, and I yeah, picked it up on digital. Because I thought all this loot box drama kind of settled, but man, and then if you've played it enough, just like me, you still it. You get stuff out of there that changes your whole play style yeah. your better grenades and all kind of stuff like you that. don't have to play the game for five minutes when yeah. you first start it up the first thing you get is a package of loot boxes and yeah. so you're opening up these loot boxes and like oh what did i get what did i get because 
they have that little bling in light there. You know, every time you see those little yellow or red numbers, I know when I see it on my phone, it's like, oh my gosh, I've got to get that cleared off real quick. And it definitely makes you want to go look and see what in the world you got. So, I mean, you start the game off opening loot boxes. And like Hollywood said, if you hit, if it hits right, it could be a game changer from the beginning. And... It, it could just change the whole game for you. That's that's all. They I just can got say better. They it's, got, it's just you're, frustrating. You so you take damage just like Call of Duty, but uh, and you, so it's not a one hit kill, but you take damage and then it has to recharge. Well, there's stuff that gives you like forty percent recharge rate faster. Yep. Uh, grenades are stronger. Um, your various tricks and stuff that you can do, uh, mm-hmm. special skills will be stronger. Um, I mean, there's nothing that I saw that your blaster is more powerful, but you, you, there's one that you can shoot your blaster before it has to cool down longer. I got, yeah, I got a stronger blaster. Yeah, and stuff like that. And I mean, I mean it's just, like, what happened? All this talk in the news, and there's hardly any... I mean, it must have been real bad, because it's yeah, still it, kind of bad. It's bad, but it's not anything like what the news was saying. So go out, grab the game, play it. It's supposed to be pretty fun. Um, I've only gotten to the part where... I'm escaping off of uh, indoor, uh, and I'm flying around in a, a TIE fighter. That's as far as I've gotten in it. I played it for like 10 minutes, it felt like. Did you play? I only played multiplayer. I didn't play... Uh... I'll play in the campaign. I started on the campaign. So multiplayer, it's hard, man. I mean, there's... And I remember why uh, I play Call of Duty over uh, these types of games, like the Battlefronts and, and Battlefields and stuff, because it's just so large. And and you're you're having to run to catch up to the to the battle, and you get sniped from across the map or something. It's just mm-hmm. it's so I don't even know what's going on, you know. And we were in this that scene. I mean, this is a scene from uh, we won't get we won't get into any spoilers. We're going to talk about the new Star Wars, but we won't get into any spoilers. But um, there's a scene in that one that where the where the walkers are walking on the desert, and they there's a big you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about where it is in the movie, but uh, well, you probably you probably are seen in it assault. In the trailers in the salt because it's uh, yeah it's, in, it's 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 on the planet Crate. It's the new planet that's there. I mean, you're all if you've watched any of the trailers, you've seen any of the trailers, you know what we're talking about because it's it's there. It's the planet that uh, basically is covered. It looks like snow, but it turns out to be salt, and it throws up that red dust. Looks you know looks really cool in the trailers. So. So I'm on that one, and we're the the stormtroopers, and there's a trench in there behind all the walkers or with the walkers, and you can't even pick your head up, and you're getting like sniped, and you're like, where do I even go? There's no way to get. I gotta go over the top of anyway, whatever. So I started playing the uh, small battle. There's like a twenty man, and it's a smaller, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like more like a Call of Duty. And people hate on Call of Duty because you don't have to think. That's exactly why I like it because you just run around and hawk people or whatever, and that's my favorite thing about it. Which, by the way, I went like twenty three and nine with with throwing knives the other day and got MVP. It was awesome. I know I was making nice. people mad. I got like five. Uh, I got the bloodthirsty a couple of times. I had to record that one, but anyway. But I like Call of Duty and I, and the Battlefront's okay. It's, it's not bad. I, I just got to get, get better at it. Yeah, I had I had fun with it. So yeah, it definitely looks it's, good and sounds good, no doubt. It it looks like it's going to be a fun overall game to play. Um, I'm going to go through the campaign just so I can get enough stuff and geared up so whenever I go play the multiplayer, I can survive. Because I'm not a multiplayer player like these two are. Give me some campaigns and I can go wreak havoc in a campaign. I can drag these two through a campaign easy. So Did, uh, that's, where I, that's where I strive. The 
that's where I did strive the most in. So you saw you saw the uh, new Star Wars the day it came out, right, or the night before, or whatever. Uh, I actually, I went the day of. That's a yearly date. Me and my wife do. We watched uh, Star Wars movies since oh, that's awesome. Out, since the new one, so that's we watched uh, Force Awakens, we watched Rogue One, and then we of course we watched this one. So that's our. We get the kid off somewhere and we go watch these movies. So. And Rev, you hadn't seen it? No. You like? I like the old ones, but I'm just a killer. <laughs> the old ones, <laughs> being, the old ones being like episode four, five, and six are the old ones included in episode one, two, and three. Yeah, I like Harrison Ford original. Okay, Harrison Ford's in uh, Force yeah, Awakens. He's in the new one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and they're but, gonna do uh, May. Uh, this May is when the solo movie drops too. Yeah, so that's that's good. I thought they were doing the solo movie. Somebody yeah. had come said they were doing something else. It's already done. It's in post production right now. Oh it's man, it's gonna be dropping, good. Dropping end of May, I think. I think it actually drops on my birthday. So I was really excited to see it. I saw it uh, Monday, I believe. Yeah, I saw it Monday during the day. It's about six people in the theater. I loved it. So, what did you think about it? Did you like it? All right. So no spoilers, by this, the way. So I, sorry. I, I no won't spoilers. do any spoil. I won't okay. do any spoilers. So. Did I like the movie? Of course I liked it. It's Star Wars. It was yeah. great. The issue I have with it is if you go back and watch 4, 5, and 6, all the jokes, everything in 4, 5, and 6 is timeless. And it doesn't matter when you watch it. doesn't matter if you're 5 or 35 or 95. You get all the jokes. You get everything in it. It's, 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 it's a simplistic movie, but yet it's very detailed in all that it's trying to do. So it's got a great story. Force Awakens to follow that same line. It had a lot of timeless stuff in it. Stuff that it didn't really relate to now. Well, I felt like in Episode 8 that they forced a lot of the comedy and the comedy was more toward millennials and to now versus trying to make it a timeless movie and something that will carry on throughout generations. So that's where I had my beef with it. I think it was a, d- a good movie. I think there's some parts that could have been done better, of course. But I feel like it wasn't a movie that was designed to be timeless and to carry out throughout generations, and so it fits for other people. That's yeah, my, that's my big that's my biggest beef with it. Other than so you that, you think it's it, just kind of fits in for today. You don't think it's going to really be going on I, for long? I mean, I think it'll go on for a long time. But I think when people watch it, let, let's say when my son's kids watch this one, they're not going to get the references of some of the jokes in there, like my son will you know he'll get he'll get the references because he's kind of of the time and everything and they might be a little kind of like you know he, he might be going he might look at me and like dad what do they mean by that you know that's the kind of thing i mean because like if you watch star wars four five and six there's not a place in there that you that you look up to somebody else and say what do they mean by that you know of course you know uh, granted yeah. for most of us you know the, the star wars falls within our timeline you know in our lifeline because you know most of us were you might not have been old enough to know it but we at least you know were able to you know we, we when we saw it and we we got it so yeah and that's just my kind of thing with it is I think Rian Johnson tried a little too hard to force the comedy in it and that, that was my biggest thing with it yeah um where would you rank it within all the other ones um what's your favorite five, one? my favorite one would have to either be uh, no, I'm gonna have to just go with six. Six was probably my favorite. Return I loved, of the Jedi. Yeah, I love Return of the Jedi. I loved the Rancor fight. I loved all of that. I loved seeing Luke come out and just be just 
totally awesome and confident in his power and confident in his strength. That was really kind of uplifting for me. And it kind of hit home for me because if you watch, it kind of seemed like if you watch four, five, and six back to back to back, it kind of seemed like Luke was a little nerdy guy, really didn't have much going for him. And then Obi Wan was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're this super cool guy that's gonna like save our universe one day," you know. Yeah. And and to see that grow, that kind of hit home with me. Not for the fact that I'm a super cool guy now, but just for the fact that you know I was that nerdy kind of guy. I didn't really have much going for me. I felt like growing up and everything. So that just kind of hit home for me. And then to get to see the finished product was awesome because I was little when I, mean, I was I was young when I saw the finished product. So it just kind of you know to me that that struck a struck a chord with me, and I really enjoyed that part and seeing that. And just watching, you know, watching the end, seeing how the characters evolved all the way to that point, to, that was an awesome one. I'd have to say that five was my next favorite. And then actually, to throw a little bit of a curveball, is I would say that uh, number three would probably actually fit before four. Um, three just uh, because really? it was really, yeah, just three was cool because you actually get to see the, you get to see the full turn of Anakin to Vader, and I really thought that was a really interesting part going, going in there, so, and then having that go on, I think that was a really cool conflict, seeing that conflict in them. Now, granted, I don't feel like one, two, and three had the strength and power that four, five, and six did, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, right now, eight would follow, you know, would fall you know, above one and two, probably below a, a new hope for me. Um, I think that uh, Force Awakens would actually probably fall somewhere like close to five and six for me because I really loved New Hope. I felt like New Hope actually brought a new hope, or not a new hope, I'm sorry, Force Awakens. I felt like Force Awakens brought a new hope to Star Wars, uh, that, that it gave a refresh to it and let everybody know that Star Wars isn't you know, just these movies and all that, it's, it's so much more, you know, because that's, that's the first one that Disney really just blew up with, so. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's probably exactly like mine uh, for the most part. I think Empire, it's always between Empire, I don't know, I like the New Hope Empire. It's certainly one of the old ones are my top three, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just depending on the order you wanted. And I think, I think Return of the Jedi would be probably the third. And then I like uh, Revenge of the Sith, and then probably um, the uh, Force Awakens, and then this one. So anyway, that was, that was just interesting. You know, I wanted to see what you thought about that because I kind of got the same thing. It was entertaining, like you know, like they yeah. say, a popcorn action movie deal. So um, anyway, since Rev's never seen it, I'll just let let not let him do it. Unless you want to rank your favorite ones. I can't even remember the titles of the ones I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a killer. I'm just a killer. I don't even watch the videos. Well, he's definitely not a, y'all are definitely not as big a Star Wars geek as I am. You should see my desk at work. I've got a 3D puzzle of R2-D2 sitting on top of it. I've got, uh, do I have, yeah, I think half of my pop collection is Star Wars. Well, I do have to say this, man, and I'll probably get some heat from it, but I have to, that has to be said. And, I, and I'm not some super big film guy. I did go to film school. I got a degree in film, whatever. I just did a little bit of TV commercials, whatever. But, uh, and, and it, you don't have to be that, any, any kind of film, to know 
or for, to make this statement, but I think George Lucas is one of the most overrated directors of all time. And I say that because that when he had the opportunity to go back and do his own movies, they flopped any way that he wanted to with all the money in the world. They were terrible besides Revenge of the Sith. But again, in Revenge of the Sith, he was kind of hamstrung into having to keep everything within this box because he had to answer all the questions for four, five, and six. So, when, and one of the other reasons why I say this is because the Han shoot, this is a big deal. The Han shoots first uh, scenario. So if you don't know, in the old ones, they're sitting in the cantina. The very first movie, the first time you ever see Han, and he's talking to Guido or somebody. Yeah, Greedo. Guido's been sent. Greedo's been sent by um, Jabba the Hutt to find him to bounty hunt him, and he's a smuggler. Uh, Han Solo is a smuggler, and so Han Solo says something cool, and boom, has this blaster hidden under the table. Blast Guido before he gets killed. It's awesome. Well. George Lucas goes back and makes Guido shoot first. So what is the big deal about that? It's because they want Han Solo to be a good guy. But this is filmmaking 101 here. you got a brand new character, Han Solo. The whole point about this character, again, he's a smuggler. Bounty hunters are mm-hmm. after him. He's trying. He's on the run. He's a, You don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. You don't know if he's in it for the money. That's the whole first movie. You know, mm-hmm. Leia even says, oh, all your friend cares about is money. You know, and he's quite the mercenary. And she even tells Han, if all you care about is money, yes, you'll get your reward. You know, that kind of stuff. So you don't know if, you, if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but then his character develops and he turns into a guy that's a friendly guy. He likes the, his friends and then he's part of the, you know, the whole thing in the Carbonite when she says, I love you. And he says, I know. You know, stuff like that. He's just a cool, smug, you know, he's like, you don't, he's a mysterious guy, but now you're trying to well, make him hamstrung into being a good guy. Well, I mean, he's the, he's the classic anti-hero. I mean, that, that he, he, yeah. he fits, he fits that perfectly. And it, that was before the term anti-hero came up when he, when he did that in the movie. But he's the, he, he fits the perfect quintessential anti-hero mold. You know, he is for himself until he realizes that he has more in friendship than he does in gold. Right. And it takes him two movies to figure that out because even in the second movie, there's a, a, which is five, no, number five, he, you still see lots of pieces in there that he's still for himself in there because he's actually having a, in a way, a battle with Luke for Leia's affection, which eventually you find out that Leia is Luke's brother, any, uh, is Luke's sister, and it, then it just gets weird at that point. So, Well, see, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly my point. So why would you have Han shoot first? You go back and through all that trouble. Whatever. That that is you just destroyed part of his psyche, part of his mysteriousness. It's all because Lucas got because Lucas got CG happy. Oh, yes, I mean, that's CG a happy. He, he, crazy thing to get happy on. He tore. He tore. He, he really jacked he it up. He tore up the first. He tore up the first three movies by putting too much CG in it. You know, I remember when I remember when they. We released the movies. I was like, "Oh, this will be awesome!" And then when I saw Jabba, I was like, "Oh my God, no, that's terrible." Yeah, terrible. Well, they had to do him a special way because they did have a character stand in for him mm-hmm. and make him step on a tail and all this crap. Uh, so they had to cover that character uh, as a human being, a real big guy. Yeah, I just with a bunch of fur. It was on. just so ter- terrible, though. It was just yeah. Well, and so and here's another reason why I say that about George. Uh, and he's got billions of dollars. He obviously did something right. I, you know what can I what can I possibly say? He's obviously considered one of the best ones, uh, but he, you know, from a filmmaking perspective, I think it's terrible. But uh, he, him, and I, I meant to find the guy's name, but I cannot remember his name because I was thinking about this. But somebody that he was doing the movies with, it was either a director, cinematographer, or a writer. I can't remember, but he I had an argument with George and said, "I mean, this is a tr- look this up." 
and he told George Lucas, he said, people like the original Star Wars because of the story. Mm-hmm. And George says, no, 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 they do not. He, he said that. No, they do not like it because of the story. They like it because of the CGI, because of the special nah. effects, because of all that. Yeah, right, dude. You are sending yourself a director, which, you know, how can I say he's not? He's making billions. But, um, you know, the point is, dude, you're so off. And so you went back and did all that CGI garbage in one and two. And I don't even remember two. I mean, you know, in one, it's just kind of like, uh, you remember that because that, I mean, me and you went to see that mm-hmm. twice. Yep. And uh, just because it was the new Star Wars that it's been, you know, it had been decades or something till it till the new one and someone had been released but uh but anyway man i just had to get that off my chest because that's why everybody's so upset about and there's a movie out called the people hate that the people hate george lucas oh, or yeah. something like that yeah. and it goes into that because it's just like dude you got a chance to do it just try to but anyway man yeah whatever the case but he's out of the business now as far, far as star wars yeah, goes, so we'll see how no more he doesn't even have uh, he has very little say in the star wars now he's a uh, they yeah. they use him as a reference since he's the one that created the whole uh, galaxy universe in his head. You know they they talk to him and say, "Hey, you know, is you know is, would this be happening in your universe?" And he'd say, "Yes or no." And that's really about the extent he has now. Yeah. You know, it's just he's yeah. used as a reference. So. All right. Well, cool. So we'll go ahead and jump into we're about halfway through, man. So we'll go ahead and jump into some uh, Halo. So Halo Three. So this is like I was talking about earlier in the podcast. This is right in my uh, WoW days, World of Warcraft days, and SOCOM 2. Those are the only two games I needed. If I wanted to go shoot some stuff up, do a little killing, I got on SOCOM 2. If I wanted to do a little uh, RPG and I got on WoW, and that's all I knew about it. And I was actually just getting in the military at the time. Yep. And um, we had all come up on some money, and I was making money now as in the military. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so rich. You know, I didn't make any kind of money like that growing, uh, before that. And so we all got together, me and a few buddies, and said, let's go get an Xbox 360 in Halo because I've seen one of them play at Blair at his house. I said, this is what is this, you know? And he said, oh, this is the new Halo. And I said, okay, and it looked real good. So we went and all bought it and all played together and that got me hooked on it. Um, and I personally, that's my first experience with Halo. I actually played some in full sale uh, multiplayer, but I didn't really care for it at that point. Kind of like you did, uh, clear probably. And uh, oh no, but uh, not like I, I promise. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I like the Halo Three. I really enjoyed that campaign and everything. Um, so so yeah, you keep throwing some hate out to it, man. We got to hear this. This is this has got to be good. I don't know if it's good, but it's it's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. So go ahead. My first experience with Halo, I remember this, and uh, my little brother, he's a Halo fanatic. He plays it like crazy. If he jumped on it, he was always, you know, high up on the leaderboards. He was, uh, him and some buddies actually were in a clan that were in the top 200 in the world. So they were actually really good at it, played it a lot. Um, Basically, they they just sat in their bedrooms and played it all day long and skipped school and everything. Halo 3? Uh, All Halos, like they did it to every Halo. Halo 3, they were in... Well, so... Halo 3, they were in college. Well, my first experience was Halo... Well, Drew, which one went online, though? Halo 3 is the first one that went online, right? Everything else... Halo Halo 2, yeah, yeah. Halo 2 was the one that they started on and they went, you know, all all crazy with it. But, um, my my first experience with Halo was I went over to uh, visit a friend of mine that, uh, was going to school in Hattiesburg and I was at Jones at the time and I went to go visit them and hang out with them 
because I hadn't seen them in a while. There were some church, there were some church buddies, so I went and go hang out with them. And they were all into Halo, so they plug up their Xbox and they start playing Halo. And I'm like, "What is this Space Odyssey crap?" Literally, that's what I said. And they're <laughs> Space and so and so they're playing it and everything. And I'm like, "Well, let me give this a try." And I start playing it with them. Jules, I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to shoot no space guns. You know, it's it's almost like my whole thing of uh, talking about the space wizards and space magic in Destiny, you know. And you're a warlock. Exactly. Well, the funny thing, so the funny thing is in Destiny is if I don't ever use my super, ninety percent of the guns act like a real gun would. Like they shoot what would be real bullets, except for in Destiny Two, you start having the trace guns and stuff like that. But you know, for the most part, they react like a real gun, and that's what I like about Destiny. It's more of a realistic gun type scenario. Well, when Halo was coming out, Halo Two, Halo Three, and all of that, they had a lot of space guns. They had the the one that I remember was the Needler, and yep. that gun to me was like awesome. Everybody, it seemed like everybody loved it, but I thought it was the most ridiculous gun ever. I'm like, why do I want to shoot a gun that does this? I need a gun that just goes pew pew pew, and that's all I need. You know, because I'm back. I'm still back in the SOCOM days, stuck stuck with that. You know, because I played SOCOM one and two as well, and I was like, man, I loved it because it was military tactics, and that's what I liked about that game, about SOCOM. So it's like yep, that. That was awesome. And then when you get to Halo, it's just like, die, die, die. That's that's basically the tactic was. You know, kill everybody and kill everything. So it's definitely up Rev's alley because he's a killer. So he's just like, let me get out there and kill. That's what I do. I'm a killer. So you know, so so for me, it just it just didn't it just didn't strike a it struck a chord with me being a you know, a space game, and then of course you did have multiplayer on uh, Halo One, but it was all local; it wasn't online, and that's where I played the first multiplayer thing there. Yeah, and I just did not like it. I mean, it might have been for the fact that. I had never played it, and I'm playing with these guys that have been playing it for months and months already. And I was just getting slaughtered, but it just never, never registered with me. And then I remember a time that I went to uh, my brother's uh, dorm when he was at EC, and they were definitely playing Halo Three at the time. And he's like, "Hey, play this, man! You were really good at SOCOM and all that. You should be able to jump into it." I jumped into it. And I'm like, "What is this crazy crap? Where you flying through the? I mean, I felt like I was Superman playing the game because you're just flying around." <laughs> And you know you could. What do you mean they come back when you die? I mean it's like yeah, SoCom. Yeah, you yeah, die. Yeah, SoCom when you're dead, <laughs> you you're dead. Back. You don't come back. There is no revives. There is no red. Talk to all the other you're, dead. You're dead. People. You know, and, and you're you're cracking up with the other team and, and making jokes, and then you end up. They got a shield. I mean it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> so to me it was just uh, to me I couldn't no. fathom the idea of shields, of revives, res, and everything like that. I was so stuck in my head about SOCOM and the way I played SOCOM that this just didn't make any sense to me and even to this day I still haven't gone back and played Halo I have no desire to play Halo even though I do like Destiny and Destiny is made by the same people that actually created Halo um, I feel like that you know with Destiny, it's not the same as Halo for the fact of a lot of the weapon. You know, no, it's not. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a different ball game, and um, yeah, just boo Halo, boo. I can, I can see where you're coming from, though. Believe it or not, because I was the same way when I very first played Halo One, uh, because I was used, to, I was deep into SOCOM, and uh, that's right when SOCOM Two came mm-hmm. out, right around that time. Then you go play Halo. I was like, this, yeah, I, I, dude, that's funny you said that because that's the exact same way I felt about it too. Like, dude, I'm used to shooting people when they die. Yeah, I don't mean shoot them. I sneak up on them, do the 
perfect tactic and all this and get behind them and they just turn around and kill me and i'm like that ain't right. what I, that ain't the world i grew up in exactly. i got the smartest strategic strategies you know the ones that I mean, win the win the day not the fast twitch muscle killers you could you could you, if a bullet if one bullet in socom whether it was from a pistol or, uh, that or, or whatever one bullet in the head killed you it was a kill yep. shot it didn't matter what it was it almost didn't matter distance if you were good enough but that one shot in the head you were dead you know because that's that's how i played you know i was running around i forget well, if you played pistols i forget the name of the pistol no shields you can do yeah it. i forget the name of the pistol well, that's that what i'm saying loved. you could get headshots one shots with that yeah and it was Without shields, and but I could you hang, but hang. you had to set the game yeah. that way. You couldn't just yeah, exactly. you couldn't just go yeah. in and play the game. You couldn't just go normal mode right. and do that. In SOCOM, normal mode is you shot, you dead. If you get shot in the chest, you might can survive that shot. But if you get shot in the head, it's gone. You got shot in the toe with a sniper rifle, you would die on SOCOM. sometimes. Yeah, you had some glitches like that, and it happened. So Rev, shed some light on this with some old school Halo. All right, I started playing Halo a long time ago, <laughs> back back you know, in the younger days. But you, twins had it, went over there. I had no clue. I'm like y'all, same thing. Like this is this is crazy. But then I saw the first headshot, and I said, "This is it. This is for me, right here." <laughs> so we we sat immediately, <clears throat> got down, got John on there, and I bet we spent every night playing. So that was Halo in college, or is that? No, this is before college. This is a neighborhood? And, uh, this is in the hood. And then, uh, I don't know what that had been. High school, it would have been maybe. high school for y'all. I was gone. Yeah, because yeah. we, we were both gone so, at the time, and Matthew was, uh, my little brother, he was uh, he was junior high when Halo 1 dropped. That's, yeah, that's probably about right. So, it was, I would have been right before going to East Central, because when I went to East Central, and me and Twins and John all was living together, Halo 2 was the only game that I ever went to a uh, 12 o'clock uh, release or whatever. Release date, yeah. We went and we waited at the mall. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, y'all didn't game, camp out, did you? No, we didn't camp out. I had John Berger with me. I mean, he's, we only camping out in deer hunting. <laughs> so we, uh, we went back and played it all day, and then uh, it got so big there, you know, we hooked up. And a lot of people who listen to this, if they did play Halos, they're probably during that time they're going to remember hooking up land parties. Yeah, yeah, four Xboxes, four player per Xbox. I mean, it was terrible screen watching. You always yep. accused of screen watching, but <laughs> uh, we did. And everybody thought that's all I did was screen watching, which I did. I mean, <laughs> that's part of it. I mean, that's, that's some of my up. buddies in Jackson. We do I'm that a, with uh, SoCom, <laughs> but even though we were online, we do it with SoCom. Line up all the TVs and everything. That was the fun. We used to go to baseball dorm and do it too. But Halo was a you, you did have the option to play the, you know, the American side or well, I say this American, the soldier side. You know, with the real guns, assault rifles, battle rifles, pistols, uh, shotgun. Shotgun was great on there. You know, yeah. you get up close, you get that shot, you do get that one shot kill. Yeah. But uh, some of these other games are a little sloppy about that. But uh, but then you did have the great. You know, the nothing like the charge rifle. You know, everybody got the charge rifle and you get shot. Take your shield off. That, that gun takes your shield off immediately, and then they one shot kill you after that. That's pretty. Accurate. Was it Halo Two or Three that that introduced the uh, lightning sword? That's two. Yeah, I know it was on two. I don't remember about. I don't think it wasn't. I don't think it was on one. I think it was two because I think it, it was a strictly uh, multiplayer <laughs> thing. But two, yeah. you could go across the whole map with that sword, right? 
if you yeah, like. Yeah, you can just hold it down. Yeah, see, like, that's... <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Space three, you couldn't do that. Well, they fixed that. Yeah, but still. They listen, a bunch crazy. of used to listen to us, but, the people that played their games. I didn't play... The only space gun that really got you... I mean, the Needler, yeah, the Needler was a problem. But that charge pistol... Yeah, see, that's the opposite now. That, that, I mean, it, the opposite now. I guess it was back then. People did use it. But it was you. You would run into it every so often on Halo Three multiplayer. I mean, I won't say it was uncommon, and I won't say it was common. But it wasn't like you know, hey, if you get if I run past that charge pistol, I can't remember what it's called. I'm picking it up. No, you just kind of went over it, unless you had nothing. Like whatever, I'll pick it up and I'll use it. I was always the human guns. That was always my favorite. I mean, the battle rifle was pretty much unbeatable. You could take a shield off quick and a quick headshot. They're they're done. Yeah, but. I used to hunt down the people that had the stupid charge rifles. I hated them. I despised them. Anything take your shield off immediately besides a headshot. <laughs> that was my number one on the list of kill, being killed. And I found them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, hey, the and, man, I, I went back and played Halo 3. I put it back in to go back and uh, play it for this review. And, uh, again, that was my first experience with it. And I loved it. I, had a, I bought a flat-screen TV with HD all for it. Um, and started playing it. And then we got into multiplayer. Well, Halo 3 introduced uh, a few other things. It introduced the uh, Gravity Hammer, which was awesome. It played, that was in Reach as well. Uh, it introduced the, the Charge Laser. I don't think that was in Reach. That wasn't in Reach, I don't think, uh, which was so much fun. Um, they had some new stickies that would, you could throw. It was like a spike sticky. It would hit and then shoot off a spike. Again, I don't think that was in Reach because me and, me and Rev played Reach all the time. And... Um, and then, uh, but I but I went back and played Halo Three, and I looked up some old movies that you could record. That's one of the things; it's always recording, and you can. And even in those movies that I recorded, as my point of view or whatever, it recorded the entire. Say, recorded thirty seconds. What's thirty seconds of that whole match? So you can get the camera and move it around. You can see where everybody was. I mean, dude, that is so much fun. And you can go back and look at your your kills. If you died a certain way, you say, "What? Where did this grenade come from? Or where did this stick you hit me from?" You can go back and look at the video and see it. And it's so easy to transition into. But the fun thing about this, and again, Reach did it too, uh, Rev. So you can kind of comment on it. But the Warthogs and all the vehicles—they did really good with just the physics of the game. I mean, um, like you can have that gravity hammer. It's just this big hammer that comes straight down, like a big mall or something if somebody's driving a warthog straight at you they could have a loaded with folks and you just pop out of nowhere and hit them with that gravity hammer it'll send that warthog across the stage i mean it's so much fun man i mean that kind of stuff is just where, where it's at somebody have a banshee flying around you could i had a video where i hit up uh one of those man lifts those energy lifts that slung you and um and so you're in the air flying and i threw that little uh equipment out and it was an energy shield drain, and it just went flying through the air, a little ball glowing, and it went by that banshee, and it just threw it out of the sky, you know, and somebody was just flying around, and then it just lands. I mean, you can't do anything about it. There's so many different possibilities, and that's how you make a good, good multiplayer game. And none of this Destiny crap where it's just 4v4, and you're shooting either a pulse rifle, a hand cannon, or a assault rifle, and you're just running with your group. I mean, there's no real different no difference in any map as where halo was different uh, every single map with for multiplayer and that's what made that experience because you could it's just a different experience every time yeah. and there's stuff you can talk about and laugh about and it was 4v4 but wow, my gosh that, i wish 
they could, I mean, I don't even know if people, I'm sure there's still a server. I thought about getting back on Xbox Live just to play Halo 3 again. But I will say this about Halo 3 when I got on there. Uh, and we'll, we'll get in a little bit more in depth with the campaign and stuff if you want. We've got the Master Chief um, Collection now that has Halo 3 on yeah. it. So, and that's on Xbox One. So you could you could definitely get back into it. The the controls, um, they're really good. And I used to think they were super good, and they are. But they're a lot tighter than uh, Destiny. Bungie made Destiny and Halo. Uh, and Destiny, they've, they've perfected the controls. Destiny has the best shooter controls of any game I've ever played. Uh, that's undebatable. I don't, I don't see the ones that I've played anyway. No, I, uh, I, so I, sure I definitely agree with you. Like just seeing the evolution from SOCOM up to this one to Destiny, D- Destiny two, because even though Destiny two, um, ruined their multiplayer by going the four v four, trying to, uh, entertain the whole esports uh, people, uh, it, it's it's just a t- it, the controls are so well. I mean, you, you hit your buttons, it happens, it, it and it just feels right in the hand. It yeah, just it does. It, nothing feels nothing feels out of place is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't feel like you're having to reach to hit a grenade. I, I it's one of the it's one of the shooters that I can actually play and never have to look down at my controller. I know that it's going to be there. I know everything. It just fits well. I wonder, do you have the, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but the, the numbers for Destiny 1 in terms of who still plays it? No, I don't. Do you know who has a bigger fan? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Destiny 1 has more pe- players than Destiny 2 at this point. Um, I can, I'll see if I can pull that up before the end of this podcast. Because the Destiny 1 multi, multiplayer, what the campaign is so weak in, all, in both of them. Um, Destiny 1, with all the expansions, you get, if you could find a Destiny one that has all, everything with it, it's worth getting. If people are still playing it, there's a lot to do. Yeah, I mean, but, you can still um, play it. You can still, there. I still follow several groups out there that still try to look for people to help them do raids in Destiny one. So I know it's still live, yeah. but you're not having all of the events that happen anymore and things right. like that. Yeah. So um, let's see. But I would think the multiplayer on that one is ten times better, and it's still a lot of fun. I used to enjoy that multiplayer. But anyway, I'll, I'll, while you're looking at that, I'll go back to this Halo Three for a little bit. The Halo Three introduced the uh, the two. The, so one one thing I really liked about it, you have all the different easy, normal, uh, heroic, and legendary campaign, and you can like all three of us could get on Halo Three and finish it in on legendary, and we'd all get credit for finishing on legendary. They didn't care about you know all oh, this one. You got to finish it solo to get credit for it. You could have fun and do it. It was a lot of fun. Um, but they had the Arbiter, um, one of the elites, playing as a friend of Master Chief, and that took a lot of static from a lot of the long-term Bungie and uh, Destiny or Halo fans because those are always the enemies. Did you ever play? Did you were you big on the campaign too, Rev? Or just I mean, I know you played multiplayer. The campaign was uh, out of all the games I've ever played. That's the only campaign that I've ever probably completely finished multiple times. We played oh, really? All the time. I mean, on, on the ones that we played, we played it nonstop. I told you, I mean, we just sat around slapping each other for hours. But the uh, uh, so a lot of old school Destiny guys say that Destiny Two is probably the best shooter. What do you think about that? Me? Yeah, like Destiny. Do uh, you like Destiny Two way better than Halo? Uh, not Destiny Two, dude. I keep uh, Halo Two. They say Halo Two is the better of the Halo and Halo Two. Or any of the Halos. That's, Halo Two, they say. Halo Halo Two was my favorite. 
yeah. ever. But like I said, I didn't play three a lot. I did play it, but I didn't like it over two. Uh, but you got to remember, I, I spent, I probably spent, you know, Halo 2 went online, so I spent a massive amount of time on Halo 2. So, man, uh, I mean, that, that could have something to do with it. But campaign was, I mean, I beat it out on my time. I'd hate to see your killing ability at that time. Uh, back then, I, I could do some killing, but. It, the controls, like you said, the, you know, Destiny's may be better now, but back then, I, mean, I thought Halo 2 was... I'm sure they were uh, solid. The controls, yeah. you know, well, of course, it, it's probably been different now, but I mean, I remember just, it was like headshots. I mean, you remember playing one of the, I guess it was Call of Duties, where I could still do that sniping headshots yeah. and stuff yep. all the time, but Halo 2, I mean, it was just full up headshot, it was full up headshot, immediately. It yeah. didn't matter where they were. I could zoom in and headshot immediately. <laughs> so it, I thought that it was pretty uh, pretty good controls at that point. Is that in the Master but, Chief uh, connect Collection, Halo 2? And you can play it online? I don't know. That's on, uh, that was on Xbox One. Yeah, the Master one. Chief Collection is Xbox One. That was released back in 2014. Uh, let's see. I wish, you could record. I wish they had recorded matches back then. But. <laughs> yeah, that'd be... So this had uh, Master Chief Collection, yeah, Halo, Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3, and Halo 4. Wow. I bet Halo 2 got played, because everybody loves the Halo 2, just like you're saying. Like I said, I never played that one, but people that were Halo it, fans from the beginning, it's always Halo 2. It was a 2. whole different like world into game, like online. Yeah. Uh, shooters like that for, for me at least and for everybody that was around me it was like a it was like a whole new world I mean, it, was, it was pretty uh great for that kind of shooter well you're halo yeah for y'all for y'all halo for was, was like what socom was for me in hollywood because because me in hollywood yeah, we lived right. socom one like crazy i mean i remember d4 and socom one and two and running with those with that crew and wasn't it d4 Yep. Yeah. Defcon Four, and then it was the mm-hmm. Kingsmen. Then it was Real oh, America. I remember Real America. Kind of, <laughs> that's when we yeah. ran out of people to play with. Had like four people in it. But see, uh, I probably wouldn't have survived on SoCom just because of the downtime. But like, see, that's all we yeah, knew, we you know. Kill. Yeah, that's right. So when this was, I mean, literally, I died, I spawned, respawned, and then I was back shooting somebody. Yeah. He's on my team or not. Well, see, the reason I liked SOCOM, and it, we say it's a big strategy game, it's just a, it was actually third person, but um, uh, it was a shooter that, uh, you know, it's the first time we played online and worked with somebody else, and it came out in like 2000. So, I mean, it was real early. I don't know when Halo 1, I don't think Xbox came out till 2000. Uh, Halo 1 came out, Halo 1 uh, came out 2001. But we were, yeah. we were, di- so, so that yeah, wasn't we even were online. Deep. We were already, we were already deep online. into SOCOM at that point. But, um, you know, you could, uh, spawn, you know, right when the game starts and you run, uh, to wherever you needed to go. And so you kind of had a choke points where you knew people were going to try to go to. But if you blasted past them quickly, you could kind of sneak up on them. And once you kill somebody, they're, they're done. And so you just had to wait the best. And, you know, there was the average, when you logged into SOCOM 2, the average, uh, time was, five minutes around and so the best ones you could you could edit that down to three minutes and that's what you wanted somebody to build a room mm-hmm. down to three because it's not going to be a whole lot of downtime it's all the killing usually somebody's hiding and that's just annoying but you could kind of strategize like 
you know, if I'm going to kill these people, now I know there's only one guy out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we can kind of figure this out or where they're all going. And so it's the first person to win six, first team to win six rounds. So it could go five to six. So you're doing 11 rounds or five to, yeah, six to five. So you're 11 rounds. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. But, but it was fun because you got down to three. Uh, you know, once you died, you could talk to all the dead people. So you're kind of planning out what you're going to do next. And it was a lot of fun. But anyway, but yeah, that's it's definitely not. And they did so, have on SOCOM, too. So, they did I, have say, respawn, so I say that we were but, deep. I got, I got to make sure I fix this fact. I say that we were deep in SOCOM when um, when, when uh, Halo came out. Uh, I was incorrect on that. Actually, SOCOM came out after Halo. Uh, Halo came out two thousand one. SOCOM came out in two thousand two. Uh, Halo SOCOM came out two thousand two. Yeah, I was at Jones at the time. And I you was at been Southern. At Southern. I got Southern at in two thousand. No, I wasn't two thousand one. I was twenty when I turned twenty one when I first got there. I thought it was right when I right when I uh, August twenty wow, seventh of two thousand two. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, there you go. But it was uh bad servers so it was still the same thing starting off bad servers because you play mm-hmm. two rounds and you get kicked but it was so much fun whatever you kept trying oh, to do blast. it but <laughs> SOCOM 2 was when it really set off but anyway we're not talking about SOCOM today we're talking about uh, Halo today um, but anyway so after Halo 3 they had a Halo ODST and you played that one Riff ODST nah yeah, about like Halo 3 Played, I mean, it was not, not really. Yeah, it, I might have played it a few times with somebody else, but I didn't own it. That one was not that good because you played a normal guy, and you, it's just tough to. You weren't at yeah. Master Chief. I don't even remember the online version of that really well, but I didn't even so, finish that campaign. Yeah, before we jump too far there, I want to throw out some facts for it, just so everybody knows how popular Halo was and how much in the minority I am of of hating on Halo. Um, on Halo Three. Uh, it grossed $300 million in its first week. Yep. First week of going live. And now remember, this is also, too, back in the day when no micro. You know, microtransactions, no nothing. You no buy the game, bits. that's it. $300 million in its first week. That is more than awesome. one more More than 1 million people played Halo 3 on Xbox Live in the first 20 hours. Yep. Oh, Today, my gosh. To date, Halo 3 has sold in excess of 14.5 million copies, making it the fifth best-selling Xbox 360 game of all time, the best-selling Xbox 360 exclusive title, and the best-selling first-person shooter on the console outside of the Call of Duty games. The game was also the best-selling video game of 2007 in U.S. Overall, the game was very received, uh, very well received by critics, with the Forge and multiplayer offerings singled out as strong features. However, some reviewers criticized the single-player aspects, especially the plot and campaign layout. So, the, so, so the single-player uh, campaign, like I said, that's my first time. So I have no Halo background to get to speak of, but I enjoy the campaign. And everybody complains about the la- one of the last levels where you fight the flood, which a friend of mine got there first and was telling me about it. And I was like, he said, yeah, I don't want to ru- ruin it for you, but there's a level that just kind of doesn't really fit in. And I knew exactly what he was talking about when I got there. And that one does seem like it was thrown in. And that's why a lot of people, even the developers said they didn't like it. And it's like, dude, then why is it in there? But they have to introduce the flood because of whatever. Uh, Flood's just a bunch of I don't even know what they are a bunch of aliens uh, Flood was in two wasn't it yeah so they but they wanted to introduce it somehow in this one 
But it's like the last or second to last stage. And you're playing, it's so much fun up to that point. And then it's just like, dude, what in the world? But the multiplayer was was super sick, like I've already explained. But, um, I, I mean, I got up to level four. So you gotta, So the way the ranking structure, we've got to talk about this because this is a big deal. And I don't know why this is not in any other games. Because this is the ranking system in this game was awesome. Online, so uh, let me try to explain this. So let's just say you are a you get to a lieutenant. So it would tell you what you needed to get to your next rank. So uh, every time you complete a match, you get so much experience. It's like one or two. So uh, let's say you got the rank lieutenant, and then your next rank would be second lieutenant or lieutenant second grade. So you needed 100 XP or something like that. I'm just making these numbers up. So you get 100 XP, then your second uh, lieutenant second grade. So your next level, though, you either got 300 XP or um, something like uh, how do I how do I saw it? Or level 20, something like that. Um, so uh, performance level 20, we'll just say. So besides your name, it'll have a little number. If you win, that number goes up. After you win a two or three, if you lose, it starts going down. That number would fluctuate with how good you performed. So to get your next rank from lieutenant second grade, you either had to get performance level 20. Or 300 experience. Well, the difference is, if you got uh, to level 20, you would turn into a captain. If you got 300 experience, you would be lieutenant third grade. And you all knew, if you saw a third grader, they're like, dude, this this guy's not that good. But anyway, I got up to level, the highest you could get was 50, and I got up to 42, and I just did not like it anymore because I had to start, my team would lose. So I, we didn't have enough people to play, kind of like now, we kind of play one or twosies onesie twosies but uh it's four people four v four and uh my, my team loses no matter how good i do my performance rank goes down so i've jumped over to rumble which is the uh, uh, free-for-all and i got from level 22 to 41 in one night just playing solo and um and then it started getting dumb because people would start camping out. They would hide behind shields with shotguns and try to just kind of goad you in there, then jump out and shoot you and go back in there just to keep try to get their level up to get to that level 50. And so that just wasn't fun. I like to go kill, just like Rev. And then, uh, but so when people are hiding and just trying to, they, their sole purpose of playing is to get their rank up. It's just not, not fun anymore. And I just like, I'm not having any fun. So I just didn't really care about the rank at that point. And so also, by the way, for your rank, it would keep your rank at, you know, their three-star general or whatever, admiral, or whatever they called it. But um, if you, my performance level in, in free-for-all was 42, but if I switched over to team deathmatch with everybody else, it would go back to 22 or whatever, but I still keep my initial admiral rank or whatever. But that, I don't know why they don't do that. Now it's just, if you play, you rank up. You know, there's no, there's no win or losing. We don't want to hurt everybody's feelings. We want everybody to be equal. And so you just separated the, the motive for people to do good. Yep. But that was, they need to implement that again. That would be really cool. And I wish that Bungie, well, not now. The Bungie now is just not even anywhere near the Bungie that it used to be. But um, none so of the same people are even there anymore. Yeah, they, it's just when, a, in Destiny 1, they almost basically canned almost everybody that was with uh, the Halo Bungie. Yeah. And they need to, they need to come up with a new, uh, group everybody that got fired from bungie join forces and come up with a super uh developing team and come up with something else cool you should call it like bungo or something just to you know, <laughs> rip off the name of bungie just to Dun- make Dungy. fun of them. there you go <laughs> but um 
but anyway, that was cool. And then they used to mention the forge, and that was a thing you can create uh, maps, and you can actually play, be having a death match amongst your your peers or whatever your friends uh, while they're creating stuff. But they had the incendiary grenades in there, and those were awesome. They weren't on they weren't online because I think it's I mean you could you could play a private match with them. But you couldn't. I don't know why. I guess it's just coming. Sometimes the processor. If you got eight people throwing those incendiary grenades, it just wouldn't be able to keep up. Maybe. Yeah. But um, it looked really good. Uh, I forgot about the glitches, man. Uh, oh, really? I had more time to look up, man. We would spend hours and hours on Halo Two with people on the internet uh, doing glitches on the maps, like on the multiplayer maps. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah they couldn't. They had. They did have a lot of glitch. They did have a lot of glitches in Halo Three in the multiplayer map. So it was one of the big things that my brother was always talking about was finding glitches and shooting people from from inside the walls and stuff. I don't. I don't remember Halo Three having a lot, but I remember SOCOM having a lot. But oh, sometimes out, sometimes out like there's a little glitch in Nightfall and SOCOM that you could climb into the brick wall. Sometimes I would just go in in there before and just wait for somebody else to glitch through it and blast them. Yeah. And then get out. <laughs> we couldn't get out. Would, but everybody would glitch in SOCOM. So you could so glitch. If you could, if you could glitch first, you usually could get drop on the other people that were glitching. Yeah, I couldn't stand people that glitched. And they, they had that. <laughs> I can't remember. We don't want to. I don't want to talk about it anymore because yeah. I, we're going to save a SOCOM one. Because we got to have, have a SOCOM one. We got that's going to be awesome. Popping up, yeah. So. But anyway, so cool. I thought uh, Halo Three was a really good game. Halo Four, they redid Three Four Three Studios, bought the uh, whole uh, Halo franchise, and this is something stupid they did. They changed the sound of the guns. Why would you do that? Why would you change the sound of the guns? What what does that bring? <laughs> you know, we played that one ref for a little for a little while, and they, they released online, and it, it's just stuff like this. They just kill franchises. I never even touched five, but Halo Four. I played the campaign till I don't know three stages, and then quit. Played well, the online, thing- and they released it with three maps, three online maps because they wanted you to buy all the other ones, and you just killed it for everybody. Well, I mean. You got to look at it. The, the, what really killed Halo was when Bungie left to start developing Destiny. Yeah, and that's what I just said. You got three, and you four, got three, three four, three, and you got three, four, three that came in. When they came in, they they totally destroyed the legacy of Halo. As yeah. much as I talk about that, as much as I'm, I will ever hate on Halo, I mean the numbers don't lie. It was extremely popular. Extremely, you know, it, it's a good game from other people's aspects, not for mine, but. You know, it, it's it's got the. Well, you're not hating there. on the game itself. You're just hating on. The, you didn't like the. You're just like I'm not into that. I hate. Game. I just hate all of it. I just hate all of it. I would. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't take time right now to go back and play it. That's that's how yeah. much I don't like it. So. I think I made a few people hate Halo too. <laughs> you probably did make a few people hate Halo. <laughs> so, oh, but funny. it's just it's just one of those things where Halo it. it for all intents and purposes, and being truthful, it was a great game. I mean, look at the stats, look at the numbers, look at what everybody has said about it. It's got high critical ratings. It's 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 made money. I mean, come on, look, best best game, one of the best games ever on 360. Yeah, I went back so. and I bought the 360 for it, just like everybody bought Halo or the Xbox for Halo One. But mm-hmm. uh, but I bought it. Uh, let me see. Just that's when it first came out for the next generation and. Dude, I, I just I went back and played it, and today or a week ago or whatever for the for this uh, podcast, 
and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing it again. I got about, you know, I didn't get through all of it. I got through uh, some of the campaign and watched some of the videos from multiplayer, and that really kind of got the nostalgia going and remembered a lot about uh, that kind of stuff. But just the possibilities that could happen in multiplayer. I mean, that I don't know why they would take that out of Destiny with vehicles and all that. In Destiny 1, they even had vehicles in some stages, and those were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And the then, vehicles were fun. Yeah, that's just Real what... Fun. Especially with the team, like with me and you, you know, if you grouped up, say you yeah. only had two people, you know, you brought in two people, you go get on a war dog or something, somebody shooting. I mean, and, and the fun thing about it was uh, you did have your random guy that would pull out the rocket launcher and shoot. That's funny, though. Immediately. Awesome. But normally, if you'd get the war, if there's a battle going on, you know, everybody's in this big war, and you see this one idiot running across <laughs> the war dog, right across out in the middle of everybody, you know, everybody's like, really? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you, you normally you'd go and touch, and here comes a warthog coming over the hill. Somebody else has seen it. Like, Let's do this. And so then you see them down there for like ten minutes, drawing circles, shooting each other with Gatling gun or whatever on the back. They they had a uh, on Halo Three. There was one stage called Valhalla, and it's kind of, it's not it's supposed to be like the new Blood Gulch, but uh, it uh, had little four wheelers on it. And, like, they serve no purpose but to get you across the map. There's no weapons on them or anything. But, hey, guess what? If you got on one, I could jump on the back. And then we're just riding. I could, still, I could shoot off the back. And uh, and I recorded one that I just happened to see. It was called, I said something like, I guess I was trying to play on drive-by. It's kind of stupid, but I called it they called the video Stick-By. Because <laughs> it was, because uh, <laughs> I used to love those stickies. And I went back and looked at it. And this dude was just in the middle of Valhalla, just out in the middle shooting at somebody. Ah, just having fun playing. And all of a sudden, this this four-wheeler, and I'm on the back of it, just going full speed right up to that dude. And, like, it looked like I just took my hand out and stuck it on his back. Boop! Right when we passed by. <laughs> we ramped. It just looked so good. And then, and then, boom, he blows up, and we just keep riding. I mean, that's the stuff I'm talking about, man. That's just what it's, what it's about. All this Major League Gaming is almost... It's arguably kind of destroyed multiplayer it, to some degree. It has because it, 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 it's gamer uh, game developers want to make these games that the major league gamers want to play, so they make it to a point to where the casuals like us that want to have fun and do silly stuff like that, no yeah. fun. I mean, take Destiny Two just recently, for example, when they had what was quoted the weekend of laser tag. With the Prometheus lens, the gun was broken, and they said, you know what, we're not going to fix it right now, we're going to let y'all have fun and have a weekend of just well, being cool. stupid. Well, it, it was really neat, because the, the gun is basically a solar version of Cold Heart. Yeah. And so, um, it shipped with a bug, it was broken to where, you know, it, you know, if you basically, it was like, as soon as you hit the person with the laser beam, they were dead. It was like, literally, laser tag, auto dead. It was really crazy, because I, I jumped in the weekend, and uh, a couple people were like, oh, well, you know, that gun's there. Only a few people are going to have it. Zer won't sell it. And what did Bungie do? They made Zer sell the gun. <laughs> and so everybody was able to buy it. And the entire weekend in PvP and Crucible was nothing but laser tag. They even let Trials of the Nine happen like that. And it was laser tag trials. That's basically what they called it. And it was just, I mean, it was basically who can tag the person first with lasers. So, I mean, they still do fun things like that. And they still let ridiculous stuff go on. Just like the Nova Bomb, uh, the unlimited Nova Bomb that's going on right now in uh, Destiny 2 and the Dawning, if you play the Mayhem uh, board. The Mayhem, well, not board, just the Mayhem setting. So, they still do a little fun like that, but it's not intended. 
Well, the major league gamers, like we were talking about, uh, yeah, the, you know, they did. They do make everything competitive because I guess they figure if we can get it on major league gaming, everybody's going to want to play it, and so that'll Major. be the that'll be the game. That's the if you're you're not a good multiplayer killer if you can't play game X. You know, if you mm-hmm. can't compete in game X or whatever. And so one of the things that sticks out of my head is the COD World War Two that's out. Yeah. The quick sniping uh, that we talked about. You know, or me and Rev talk about all the time. You you pull up the scope really fast and then drop it while you're shooting before it even zooms in on the guy. And it's kind of, and it's literally like a glitch in the game where it's kind of auto target. You're taking advantage of the auto target. So it always shoots right at the guy and you can get a kill if you time it just right. So people practice this and that's their thing. I'm a quick sniper and they'd leave it in every game on purpose because that's what quick snipers. And that's all, you know, you could even say, okay, I'll even give you that. But the same quick snipers, well, then turn around and complain about a shotgun being too powerful. A shotgun kills me one shot. It's like, well, yeah, but you got to be ten feet in front of them. You know, you can one shot everybody with a with a sniper mm-hmm. rifle anywhere on the map. They they don't care if they're from across the map or right in front of you. They can quick snipe you. Boom, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's a they listen to the. I, I ran around with shotgun today, and I was I was getting X's all over. I couldn't get a kill because I was getting X's. I mean, I got kills yep. obviously, but stuff that should have killed the guy is give you an X. And then you die, and it's like that's that's to appease those those people that can quick snipe. their prop, they're you know major league gaming and all that. They're going to quick snipe. I guarantee you. Well, the uh, problem is, is you're not going to see you're not going to see it in Destiny anymore because Destiny snipers are now considered power weapons. All you see now in Destiny Two is yep. team shot. That's yep. the big thing now is team shot. Uh, what? How can we make a game team shot that's what i like this is what's attracting me to make me even think about buying an xbox one right now is uh PUBG. if y'all have heard about it it's player unknown yeah, that's that uh, looks battlegrounds awesome. looks so much fun and just like stupid fun like what uh rev was talking about getting on the warthogs and just driving around doing something stupid i mean they have that in this game you can get four people in a car have the three people that are in the passenger seats hanging out the window shooting and then wreck the car and the driver kills everybody else in the car except for himself and gets up and walks off and it's just everybody's dying out laughing it's hilarious it's got crazy stuff in there like that. You can you can use a boat to kill people. I mean, you can run people over with a boat. It was hilarious when I saw that. Do you know if it's coming to PS4? That's I haven't heard. I, it Eric, is. Eric told me it was. Well, Eric told me it was. I don't know what you're talking about or not. Uh, yeah. PUBG. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard if it's coming coming or not. So if you've got somebody that's saying it is, then great. I want to see it come to PS4 because if it does, then. Bye bye Destiny. I'm playing PUBG. I mean, that uh, Eric thing knows just about looks, looks video crazy. games. Pretty it good. Looks, He's pretty, it looks crazy. Pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, I, I just yeah. So may, uh, he also told me he's selling a box of fish for six hundred dollars the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't trust a man that sells a that box of fish for six hundred dollars. Some dirty fish right there. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> but anyway, man, that's funny. But. um uh yeah that 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 definitely looks like a fun game. I saw the advertisements for it, and it's just uh free. For, it's just game, Hunger Games for the uh, yeah pretty much. Free, so, but cool. So that that's pretty much all I got to say about Destiny. Um, or see, that's what I'm saying. It's always Halo Destiny, and I do and yeah. I do equate them to, to the same thing because it's well, Bungie. They, they they are. I mean, they're the same. Basically, Destiny is the evolution of Halo. It's the, where they went. The evolution, next with really. It. Oops, yeah. I mean, you so, could say that. You could say that without critically acclaimed Halo <laughs> series was. But um, you got anything, Rev, about Halo? 
Anything yeah. more? Yeah, anything else? Oh, I mean, I can talk about Halo. Well, I can tell in your voice, man, all that killing's kind of made you kind of stoic. Uh, <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. Motion, you, know, <laughs> you don't have any take man out, I just got to take him out. <laughs> That's right. But, man, I don't know. We had, we had a lot of fun with it. I, I did. You, you bring up the glitches. I kind of watched a little video on that. That's just, that was fun. But it was a whole different game to me than what we played. You know, Call of Duty, you, you see, I like Call of Duty. And we played some good Call of Duty. I mean, Black yeah. Ops 2, all that. But uh, Halo's one of them. I just, it's always at the top of my list. It was a really a fun game to play with everybody, but it may have been that it was during a time where I was with everybody playing right. games, opposed to just being at mm-hmm. home. But well, I mean, I was Halo Three. I mean, I'll tell you right now, if they had a new hey, Halo Three is coming to PS4 and it's going to be revamped and everybody was going to be playing it, I'd be on there, man. I mean, so I, I think yeah. there's a little bit of that to that. Uh, yeah, because I was at home playing that. I had buddies that played it, but. Uh, I loved it, and we played Reach like that too. And I consider Reach a pretty, you know, good one in terms of yeah. And the newer ones, we always took it took it to a whole other level. You know, like you said with the stickies and the shotgun. Yeah, and <laughs> that wasn't the way to play. That's not how you play this game. And, and we went outside. It's kind of like the tomahawk on Black Ops that you that you don't touch it. Yeah, you know, that's what everybody. Yeah, majorly, the quick snipers hate throwing knives. They can't, you know, you you can throw it throw a knife, and they might quick snipe you. They gonna get got if you're good enough with it. Yep. So that's going to be nerfed next. Yep. They're going to they're going to lower down things. that target box for that if they hadn't yep. already. <clears throat> I mean, who who would think? I mean, you know, having I, I don't know, but on you know, on Halo with the stickies, I mean, that's something that <laughs> we spent hours doing. The videos, like you said, they yeah. don't do that anymore. Yeah. It hurts people's feelings. You know, yeah. like, it's kind of oh. like that participation trophy you were talking about earlier. But I mean, just seeing it just popping out, you know, you got those you know, gamers just. Major League Gaming, you go up against a guy, they're all clan, they're all level 50 or whatever, and then all of a sudden you, you just hear across that stage. That, <laughs> well, just to prove that point, like you are saying, me and you one time, it's just me and you, and it's a team of four, so I don't know who else was on our team. Maybe everybody quit. And just to prove the point, it's four other people on the opposite team, and so me and Drew were just like, no matter what we're going to do, it's just stick. And we were throwing stickies, the blue, uh, the blue stickies, constantly and and doing like miraculous throws across the stage and hitting people and everything and so once the game is over you can talk to the other team and this team just lit into us <laughs> all y'all do is sticky y'all can't play normal blah blah you know because they don't you know major league gamers they want to get the hey you need to get the headshot you need to get the three shot burst headshot or it's come up with some kind of strategy that's sticky that ain't no strategy you just if you get good at that that's all you got to do skill is what it is, yeah. and it's embarrassing because yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to throw up an assault rifle for me to take your shield down or shoot you with a shotgun, you know, when you come up or a sniper rifle. But I mean, to to aim a sticky, yeah. just to watch the, the arch glory, and everything, great blue ball of glory, fall, yeah. just flying across, and just yeah. stick. I, you know, they can't even see out their mask. It's all blue. <laughs> I mean, immediately it's like this big blue fuzz light on their on their whole mask, and that's all they see. They don't tell them what they say on the other side, but. It, re- it really is skill when you think because it, it's got an arch to it you got to learn the arch you got to be able to judge if somebody's higher or lower than you how you're going to throw it and it takes time to get there so you can see it coming you know it's not like a bullet yeah. uh and so that's the same way with the tomahawk and everything and they you know so that's what makes it so fun and i, I was I, I mean honestly i was playing it today and my son was watching um mario maker or something and 
he was probably like, what are you doing? Because I was, I was dying out laughing the whole game, man. I was just getting wild. I loved it. But it's so it's embarrassing enough that if you catch two of them together and you stuck one, the one that got stuck would run off without saying anything. <laughs> kind of trying to get around the corner so that the other one didn't see. Didn't see. You know, when he turned around and ran, he got this big blue ball stuck in the back of his head. Yeah, and then it sticks to you, and you know it's stuck to you, and you know you're going to die, but it gives you that half yeah. a second or two, two and a half seconds. To, you got to think about it. Yeah, you're like, man, it, 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 it what's fixing to happen here? I'm going to lose my life. It so gives you that time. Just to get mad. <laughs> yep, and then you run out and you kill your entire team because you ran in the middle of them. Oh, and they man. All blew, so everybody's fear. I mean, it's just nothing like it. Yeah, they, they need to bring that back. That was fun. But um, <laughs> but anyway, guys, I think that'll, that'll probably do it for the Halo uh, in this podcast. But um, we want to give you guys a little sneak peek in the next week. We're going to do a uh, top. I think me and Clear agreed to do a top uh, games for 2017 that we have played this year, what games that we've been playing. And that's just for the 2017 year, not for um, games that necessarily came out in 2017, just whatever we've been playing this year, and certainly yeah. a lot of them have. Yeah, our top 10 our top ten games that we played for two, 2017. So they could have came out any time, but it's just what we've played because I know I've played stuff that I didn't get to play earlier and so yeah so that's gonna be a lot of fun it'll be uh it'll be after christmas but anyway uh so we want this will be the last one before christmas so just merry christmas to everybody just rev thanks for joining us and then we will uh catch you guys later yeah appreciate y'all having thank you for joining us man all righty all right take it easy guys